1: Big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor because a healthy body is a sexy body. Well, a healthy body may be a sexy body, but guess what? A happy person makes a better, better lover, a better spouse. And so in today's show, we're going to be talking with our special guest, Jeremy Fishback, who is creating the happiness amplification process. And I would say it's a great program for anyone who wants to enhance their happiness. But let's talk to Jeremy about all that. He's got a degree in psychology from Princeton. He's gone on to get a law degree. And Jeremy program.
0: Very nice to be here. Grateful oh, for the opportunity.
1: We're so happy to have you. Now the coming out of, you know, heavy intellectual study at Ivy League schools, what got you interested? Venus. That seems almost an oxymoron, and I hate to say it, even psychology doesn't talk a lot about happiness
0: question. Um, personal. Uh, over the last year, I would say, I uh, found that people in my life, including myself, who, who weren't happy, uh, who seem to have things that we associate with happiness, but still um, uh, may not have identified themselves as being unhappy, but had families and were still missing some. A number of unrelated conversations about happiness. I had a, a series of interesting conversations with my father about sure of happiness about instead of, you know, arising from thing, um, it was really a series of small every day. Um, had conversations with people about thinking around how, how certain people seemed very good at providing happiness, making mm-hmm. other people happy, and, and Candid both seemed not as good at it. So it seemed like there were some made them. Um, and what is
1: missing, Jeremy, when you say, gee, I noticed I wasn't happy? I talked to other people, they weren't happy, but then there are those people who were. So, what is the defining characteristic that makes the difference? What what would make you unhappy, for example?
0: So as we thought a lot about it, it seemed like a lot of what people were missing were natural human resources, really emotional Mm -hmm. in the form of time, attention, encouragement, passion, motivation. A lot of members of my family, including myself, who busy lives, uh, never have these moments in the day where we encourage them, uh, Mm. give them time, give them motivation affirmation and uh, yeah, I mean, I take my own life. We're pretty busy uh, and a lot of satisfaction in what I do. I have friends, family too but, but in the course of any given day um, most or at least many of my interactions with other people are, are you know, some are negative, a lot of them are neutral, few are conditionally positive or somebody is looking at me in the face or over the phone and saying something or empowering, motivating, and, yeah. you know, the nature of a lot of people's work. Is it's the a nature lot of, time. of the
1: workplace, but it's also something about our, you know, American culture is unique, and I'm sure you know that. Having traveled extensively in this wide, wide world, I'm always struck when I'm in other cultures. If I'm in South America or Central America or Mexico in Any of the countries south of the border, I notice, spend more time family doing necessarily anything special. It's not like gathering for a holiday or gathering because it's a special occasion. They're just hanging out, hanging along the beach and the whole family, beach, little kids teenage kids, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, uncles and aunts, everybody's together. And then I'll go to Europe and people are sitting down having a three hour, whereas here we turn those tables over and the waiters are glaring at you. If you're not going to rise and fly, more money. So there is something essential kind of emotional. And you're saying, hey,
0: Exactly. And I think you put your finger on one of the key natural human resources that we don't think about a lot, which is time. And if I, my family is spread out, brother in San Francisco, one in D.C., my parents are in Indiana. I have friends all over the country and world. And if I say I try to reach all 10 of the people, to me, probably get through to three of them. Three will say, I've got to run. And the idea that, you know, this is sort of fast forwarding to to the, somebody, whenever you want, person say, Jeremy, could be on the phone as long as you want. Kind of radical. And you're right. There are a lot of societies where connections are being provided more and more regularly. People are, you know, in the United States, it's, it's pretty big. So when people people, family you can be very far away from the people close and well, i think big, you're also but we're right.
1: also we're also more mobile more paced more yep. willing to move for work than just about any country in the world and let me just let me say something here this is really important to the emotions and positive social over and over and over increase school health whole health emotional health Uh, So, I think most of you remember the study that was done on Japanese American families showing that people were healthier, and everyone said, oh, it must be the diet. Well, they analyzed the diet. Guess what? It wasn't. Turned out to be families came diluted. Number of heart attacks and all the things that plague. Other Americans' families. study was replicated again with families that had immigrated here. Call and just say, hey, how are you? I made some, you know, whatever, lasagna. Here, I brought you some. People, even though they weren't necessarily eating a healthy diet because there was no support. The last thing I want to say, the latest research shows percent in america alone than there were in 1980 fundamental shift in our society and culture and it's not necessarily healthy why you're focusing in on this positive interaction there's a ton of research on it and you call this compassionate listening what is that
0: yeah well to address a point you you made a minute ago Clear this up. We agree with you. We we think uh, positive human connection, positive social connection, is key to happiness. Whether you're, you're forging these connections at work. At home, uh, and, and you're also right for your last point, that uh, loneliness alone uh, affects 80 million Americans who feel they have nobody to, to confide in. That number is probably rising. Yeah, passionate listening, really just to, to what we're uh, – our project is – there are millions of Americans who, getting the emotional support they need—human the needs for comfort, encouragement, passion—being met. Time. There are millions of Americans we haven't talked about this yet who have the natural human resources, the time, passion, comfort, support, encouragement to provide this emotional now, support. Now, what is compassionate
1: and listening? Because I want people to understand.
0: Yeah, it really just means somebody who has the time and compassion to give you emotional support. So if, if Brenda calls somebody in a time of need and they listen to you and passionate sounds simple, that's what we have in mind. And it's kind of crazy that that resource or that service could be, you know, scarce, But it is. All we're, we're thinking about is somebody like my mom who providing my two brothers and me with natural human resources, time, uh-huh. attention, encouragement, motivation. For 20 years, when we left college, been busy for the last 15 years, but she's had a lot of time on her hands. She's had a lot of passion in her heart. She's had all these other associated resources, comfort and support and encouragement, motivation. Now, is
1: that how the Happiness Amplification Project got started? Do you recognize that your mom was able... And- and that other people don't have it. Yeah, other people and, and don't have your mom. How did you get started with this?
0: So, question. I mean, it did start with looking around at my family, and I looked at brothers and father who great lives, but also have for emotional support, families, and um, yeah, it just seemed like there were connections that be made that weren't being made, and so it started when uh, a number of friends. Um, some from college, some from elsewhere, and contributed to it. One more ratio was just broadly looking at the mental health, positive 10 bliss to negative 10 depression, and, and noticing that there were there are a lot of resources available to people in the range of negative 5 to negative 10, whether it's psychiatrists, psychologists, cognitive behavioral, huge range in the middle from negative 5 up and up. There really weren't resources available to people who had these everyday um, struggles that we're talking about who are lonely uh 25 of the population as you said Mm stress that's almost half the population and 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 it just isn't right for somebody who's lonely or stressed see necessarily a a a psychiatrist no and those
1: kinds of things you know i i have a slightly different point of view there so let me insert that i heard someone on their team being personal evolution your personal growth I say life is a team sport, and I think you're coming up with a solution that fills the gap, actually waiting to meet that.
0: We'd, we'd like to sign them up to be a provider for a project. No, and we, we believe that for Now, a lot how did you go back
1: to, because uh, you still haven't told us how sure. you actually got this started. Yeah. We want to know, what was the transition point for you
0: so the, the transition point was I was initially thinking about doing about providing this sort of service in a brick and mortar. So imagine doors, you know, and you just show up and you meet with somebody who's passionate, encouraging, motivating, and stay there as long as you want. Be very affordable, uh, maybe as much as a coffee. Stay for a thirty minute or, or hour long. Conversation or meeting, and and we just started thinking, you know, it's a great idea, but it has the limitation of a country like Starbucks and, and sell
1: some happiness and I go exactly
0: exactly did like core idea matching people seeking happiness, people who can provide happiness, and and we started thinking about other you know, sharing economy ideas like Airbnb. Thought well, look, Airbnb five or six years ago, uh, the initial idea to you, Dr. Brendan, said, hey, um, seeing my, you know, in New Orleans, you know, if you have people through, you know, let them know it'll be cheaper than a hotel. Probably wouldn't say, wow, a great idea. Airbnb comes along and says, suddenly bring millions of more people to either side of that interaction then being a little more interesting because you have, right. So what you know, you've done
1: is you're matching people who talk to them to help us understand. Because I, I still don't understand exactly. what it is. What's the service? Yeah. So
0: here it is. So, so we decided, you know, what if we do the same thing and form to, to match these millions of people up with each other? What would that look like? And ah,
1: so it's a simple, live, real, live. Okay, so it's not said, a re- I don't know. message or anything like that.
0: So, so we imagined a mobile app called Happy. I'm seeking encouragement, affirmation. You are now on the phone with provider. That person could be. So
1: this is kind of like Tinder. The- who aren't necessarily looking for a date or sex, but they're looking for...
0: We would compare it to Uber. You know, instead of uh, ordering a ride somewhere, you know, you're a passionate listener. And I was I joking. What, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are, you know, it, it's an interesting point because I think that there are, can go now to buy whatever needs uh, Tinder and, and all the accompanying apps satisfy, but...
1: Yeah, I order there my lunch to me, car arrives. at the... Yeah. Key. And, so this and, and when I'm on the like way the home next, birth,
0: this is a the, the next generation,
1: point, which is that we're starting... Starting to look at emotional needs and how they can be met. So how do you get your providers? Are they trained in some particular way?
0: It's a fascinating question. We're thinking a lot about that now. We're actually just brought on board um, a, a college classmate of ours who's training at the National Eating Disorders Hotline, and we're thinking a lot about training. But one of the interesting aspects of this, we're dealing with vision, the need, of, the, the need for a provision of these natural human resources, children that friends give each other, being a little concrete. About the idea that you'd have to train somebody in the same way that it might seem weird to you, to go to a workshop on how to be a good boy, how to good Well,
1: but you sibling. know what? Listen, I'll, I'll tell you straight out: I do need training in how to be a good parent, and how to be a good friend, and how to be a good mate. Information, exposure, education, and training. So, I'm all about learning how to do it better. I, I run seminars every single week on how to make your relationships better. It's unfortunately in the modern world different was just the last generation
0: completely agree with you and, and I was I was getting to, to that we're we have found we're actually called they've gone extremely well finding that guidelines really do help so we we've put together putting together a very simple set of guidelines that we somebody essentially off the street and with few a few guidelines can do this very well we're actually a lot of these calls now and this, um, you know piloting this, um, that we're getting better at it and we're a lot more sensitive to some of these time and compassion Better at listening, just really giving somebody your time. We're getting better at compassion, where we're learning how to give somebody compassion and, and to, to identify just in, in the stories they tell. So what uh, kinds of to... calls
1: do you get? Good,
0: good question. So I'll give you a call from uh student in Bulgaria, uh, who has anxiety um about you know, things in life and there to seek help from anyone family, friends. Uh we've gotten calls from um a, a divorced woman in uh in the Pacific Northwest who's living you know, below the poverty line and is struggling to make ends meet. Uh, we've gotten calls from retirees in Utah who have time, plenty of money, are just searching for meaning in, in life. About, we've gotten calls from a lot of mental health professionals who spend so much of their time in mode that they're having a hard time switching into I-need-help mode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the funniest ten calls I would say were from my dad. I was home. Visiting uh, my so your parents father's getting in and, on the
1: on the action. And, <laughs> what and, was and he and pretending? almost pretending
0: Yeah, well he wasn't pretending at all. Every day he came home from work and he's, he's a physicist, he's in his mid seventies and he's still working. Very hard, and he had a 15 minute ride home where he started to say that you know, button on the way home from work and just huh. the stuff that happened in the day, just who just, can share frustration, um, the frustrations of the day he lost. Yeah, a now, grant. what are
1: you hoping yeah. more than anything when somebody calls, whether it's Bulgaria, the Pacific Northwest, your dad with the frustrations of the day, what are you hoping they will from the happiness amplification?
0: they leave the conversation feeling a little happier. That's what we're hoping. Mm-hmm. And we're actually measuring those data, mm-hmm. finding that people are leaving these calls scoring, but on average, 20% happier. And you can say, well, mm-hmm. who cares? Well, why do we do anything that we do? You know, why do we take a walk? Why do we go to a bar? I mean, in the end, we do a lot of theory to, to uh-huh. get here. And one of the, about what we're imagining is that approach happiness a lot more directly. Saying that you, but not patient, just feeling a little happier. The more you do, the more positive human connections you, you, you experience as callers and as providers. Providers are called yeah, as well. Yeah, because they that- get
1: connection as well as the people who are calling. You know, all the way around, I think you're on to something here, Jeremy, because certainly we know that loneliness is actually correlated with heart attacks, correlated with high blood pressure, obesity. It's correlated with all sorts of health issues, and not just mental and emotional health. So you're inserting something there between people and those very, very dramatic ill effects of loneliness. You're, now, you're how absolutely would someone, right. How would someone to... Get on a happiness
0: call. So right now, they can go to happinessamplificationproject. Rolls off the tongue. dot org. dot right. so .org. 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 Oh, org. And
1: there's, a, and there's a button.
0: Just there's a button. There's several buttons that say uh-huh. schedule a call to indicate any now, time of Now, what does it day. cost to get um, a
1: call? Cost to feel better? Zero dollars. What? Right
0: now, right now, zero. And we think that down the road, who we think are going to want to be and can Mm -hmm. be effective providers, that that even as this scales up, be extremely affordable, as I said, as much as all. And now it's even even more affordable. Well, zero
1: is a great price. So everyone who wants to experience a happiness (laughs) call, I would say jump now while the offer is good. I'm going yeah. to uh, jump on there myself and chat you guys up and, and see what your happiness calls feel like. And, and we're going to you as a provider. Definitely want to encourage all of our Modern Love listeners to remember that whatever you need to do to feel supported, tributes to you. If you're single, being somebody who's more, if you're in a relationship, you're more mateable, if you're not a nervous wreck who's depressed and all those other things, that we know from love well jeremy fishback thank you very much for sharing your story and how you created the happiness amplification .org, and it's free right now everybody and jeremy anything you want to leave us with before you sign off
0: I just want to thank you for giving us the opportunity, and we'll keep you. It turns into a mobile app, and uh, we're grateful.
1: Good. Well, gratefulness is one of the things that also creates happiness. So stay right in the grateful zone, everyone. (laughs) While we're being grateful, I thank you again, Jeremy Fishback, for sharing your project with us. And I also want to thank our wonderful producers. Mr. LeGrand Green, our producer, Cliff Dunning, our associate producer, and all of you, our wonderful modern love. Stay with us. We have so much more modern love coming at you. And be happy while you're at it, everybody.